that's that um ninth wonder that's the instrumental for ninth wonder track uh relaxing it's a ninth wonder instrumental shout out to ninth wonder man what up ninth some boom bap real hip hop right there right yeah so anyway anyway welcome back to the second take of the one man show podcast with Jaco B Mugatu. You know I got to. By myself, all myself. Right? So hey man, I had to come back with the second take. I mean I am I am so sorry. But I'm only saying sorry to the only what fifteen people that listen to the to the first take of the Jaco B Mugatu. <laughs> Hey, but I got crazy reviews. I had crazy reviews. I don't want to lie. Uh, so, what made me actually sit down on this beautiful Monday noon, uh, I was at the mall, right? And I meet this homegirl of mine. Now, actually, she's not even my homegirl. I just, just a girl that I know from around the way. You know? So... I put her on the pod. I think I sent a link or something. And then she saw me at the mall. And she's like, yo, what's up? I said, hey, baby girl. And we we chopped it down a little bit. And then she was like, yo, what's the second, uh, what's the second take of the of the pod? I said, damn. So people are actually listening. I mean, I know people are listening. You know what I mean? And then that's why I had to sit down, man, and come do the second ep- the second take. Well, I want to call it episode or session. What? It's a take. It's a take. By myself, all myself. I got you. Actually, I should start running with that. I like the way I said it, right? One Man Show podcast with Jacoby Mugatu. You know I got you. By myself, on myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I can run with that. I should run with that. Um, so, a lot of time has passed since the first part. Um, I had to take some time off, man. I wasn't. I wasn't really feeling like doing the second take because of what happened. Actually, I did the second take about a week after. A week after the first one, right? Because I swore to myself. That every Sunday, I'll make a, a take. I'll put a take out, right? Either on a Sunday night or on Monday. I swore to myself. And what happened after that week, I just, I don't know how to put it. I was, I was disappointed. Life happened, okay? You know life happens. And... It kind of takes your, it kind of takes your focus away. I mean, it was, and what's crazy is that it was things that had to do with the pod, and that really had me offside. I don't want to lie. Uh, some things happened, man, and there's some things I cannot mention from the from the first take. I got a lot of crazy reviews from the first take. I don't want to lie. A lot of people said some shit. I mean, it was people close to me 
and the people that are put up for the sponsors, the first, the people that actually sponsors sponsored the first take were the were the were actually the people that had a problem with that take. And I'm like, am I? Is this people trying to censor me? Like, are they trying to censor my ass? That's what I was asking. So I don't want to. I don't even want to mention uh, the two entities that had a lot to do with the first take. You know, they that that's the that's actually what put me off guard. Like, I didn't have the energy to put out the second the second take because I had a sad bag. Oh my god, I wish I could talk about it, but I cannot. I cannot talk about it. So here I am with the second take of the Jaku B Mugatu podcast. One main show podcast. The Jaku B Mugatu. So I should say, oh my god, I should I should actually start writing this shit down. Um you know what? Actually, I am going to talk about those two entities that had fucked up my following week. Oh my God, it took so much energy for me. I mean, I, I had some other things to do. You know, I'm a visual artist. I got pieces to deliver. You know, I got orders. I got places to be. I got, sh- I got uh, shit to attend. You know what I mean? So, what happened was, Black my Patile, dog. Black my Patile, the the same company that housed the first take of the Jacobi Mugatu podcast, they had a problem with a lot of shit that I said on that first part. And I'm like, bruh, I'm not even being that blunt. I was just talking some shit, right? I had crazy views on, what, politics? I had crazy views on on sports. I think... He mentioned the sports part where I was talking about uh, golf and when I was talking about, some, I don't remember, something happened around the, around, uh, oh, competition and people that don't play sports. I don't know if the guy don't play sports or why he, he caught an offense on something that I said about people that don't watch sport or never play sport. So they had a problem with, a lot of what I had to say. And honestly, I don't want to lie. They set me off guard. And then a few days later, after I sat down with Black Mapatili, uh, I had some I had something going on with with uh within code. I honestly shouldn't be talking about this, but because I will speak my own truth. You know, how am I having problem with the first part? Like, how's that? How crazy is that? Like, I'm not even out there like that yet, right? I'm not even out there like that. I got a few downloads. I, got, I mean, yeah, it was distributed to uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. I mean, you know, I had people that had to do that on the other side, and they didn't have a problem with that. But the people that I'm putting their shit out there, I mean, they're the sponsors. I'm, I am actually building uh, a following with this pod, and that following will be will, would know about the the spot, the ads that I put out there. 
I mean, that's how the business goes, right? That's how they get more exposure because my people are going to know about their shit and in return, they can make business. Like, that's marketing. I mean, I'm not big in business and all that. You know, that's how it works. And I was fortunate that I actually had them on the first part. That's different. I'm saying, like, I, I actually had a, uh, a first start and it was already a functioning start because people were already invested in it you know and then after I finished the f- after just the first start you know how hard it, it is to start something it is so hard to start something that's why all them are uh, the motivational speakers uh, and all those people you know who got their videos on on the affirmations and everything, they always say, just start. No matter how small, no matter how big the start may be, just start doing something. And they always preach that because they realize how hard it is to actually start something. And I started that, man, by myself, all myself. And then they had things to say about. And we think code is actually... Worse. Oh my God. That really broke my heart. I don't want to lie. What happened after the first take, it really broke my heart. And it made me realize that there's something to this, right? I wouldn't be receiving such energies, uh, such, such opposing energies, if there wasn't some sort of energy that was putting out. And that's what I told uh, Tasmo. And... He was like, that's that negative energy. That's why it's bringing all this. After uh, uh, I had a talk with Tasmo, and then that shit happened a week or two later with, with the Within Code institution. And then I came back to him and I told him, hey, this and this happened with, with, the, with the other institution, right? And he was like, that's that same energy though. They probably listened to the part and they didn't like the content. And I'm like, bro, it has nothing to do with that. It really had nothing to do with that. I was just being honest. And in this age of um, the internet, we live in the age of information. Okay? And I don't expect uh, my takes and my opinions to be censored. Right? Because... Come on, bro. We're living in the, in the age of information. I mean, I should... Freedom of speech. Where is the freedom of speech, guys? Where is the freedom of speech? They're telling me about the, 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 future, the future of this podcast. Right? They be telling me uh, uh, that such content would jeopardize your potential. And I'm like, man, I talk like this. I had reviews from Kev... Uh, this buddy of mine, shout out to Kev. Uh, Kev gave me a positive feedback. Kev was like, it's original, bro. You be talking your mind. You know what I'm you be talking, this is your own opinions on the world. Right? Uh, I cover uh, the creative space around uh, South African youth. That's what I do. I cover sports. You know what I'm saying? I cover news. I mean, but I'm not big on that. I mean, I'm not going. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go on Twitter uh, for the whole week so that I can cover 
no, 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 no. That's for the other part. I mean, that's for the, you know, radio stations are even doing that. How crazy is that? Like, radio stations are actually starting to take a lot of information on social medias. And then there will be their whole content. How crazy is that? Uh, even newspapers. Is it newspapers? Let me think about it. Yeah, I actually saw some article that they were like newspapers. That's why they be integrating onto our, our online spaces, right? You know, a lot of newspapers and magazines. I was so pissed off that Hype Magazine actually stopped making... That's another story for another part. I will make a part about Hype Magazine and how that was a big part of my life. And it pissed me off that they stopped making... Um, they stopped printing out hard copies. I actually stopped following. I was pissed off. But I'll cover that on another part. So... As newspapers be integrating into uh, the online space, most of the top stories that they get is usually what would be trending on Instagram and Twitter. How crazy is that? And the article was say, was actually saying this is the death of journalists. Uh, yeah, I think the person was a yeah he he is a journalist, and he was talking about how the space, how the internet actually be forcing. Uh, all these companies, all these printing companies, news companies, to be to be getting more than sixty percent of their stories on the internet, and the same companies will be having journalists. I'm talking about journalists that should be covering stories around the world, bro, around the community, around the country, uh, you know. But the guy was like, journalism is actually dying because everybody's a journalist on Twitter. Everybody got his of his own opinion on Twitter, and there's lazy ass newspaper newspaper companies. They be taking most of their content online, and the guy was actually was actually uh, complaining about that. I'm saying so. Back to what I was saying. This is this is how much uh, the 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 internet is affecting the world, right? Like you cannot. Be accept you cannot accept censorship. Don't say this. Don't say that. But this twenty twenty one. After what happened after twenty twenty, I don't believe there should be a a, a group of people or an entity or an institution that is still trying to censor people. What happened to freedom of speech? Rights. What happened to the rights? I mean, early two thousands people would be. I know my rights. I mean, I bet everybody that will be listening to this part know someone from back in the day in the early 2000s in class or somewhere that will be telling somebody. Man, I had friends who be look who be telling police all that bullshit, and you cannot be telling the police that you know your rights because they're gonna kick your ass. Most deaf, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I had friends that told police and the teachers in class that they know their rights, they have uh, freedom of speech. You know, when the situation was real, you know what I'm saying, they were presented with real situation. Maybe we'd be, maybe they'd be searching the car or something, and I had a, I, one of my friends be like, hey, I know my right. And the guy was like, trying to tackle him and frisk him and, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, freedom of speech. I can say whatever the fuck I want. 
So that's how the fuck I am going to take it. And I know they will be listening to the second part. I'm saying because they know that what happened after that, I, I didn't even shoot for like, not shoot, what? I'm not shooting no part. I mean, yeah, eventually it will integrate into video. But for now, I'm mostly focused on the audio. And I know they'll be listening to this to this uh, second part. Because, not Tasmo. Ta- Tasmo, I wouldn't say it like that. But we think I would probably be happy that I didn't put out the second episode for this long. They'd be like, yeah, he's done. He was here. He did his shit. We don't believe it. Thank God he's done because, you know what I'm saying, they be saying shit like that. And uh, they be pissed off that this second episode will be out. Right? So, I will be addressing all this. Actually, I just did. I shouldn't I shouldn't go further into this. It will be draining my energy. You know what I'm saying? Just like it did for the past, I don't know, what's the space? I think I recorded the first... The first take around this time uh, uh, in March, so it's been a month or two without me uh, uh, um, putting out any part. So they'll probably be happy about that. But now nah, I'm still here. Jacobim got you. I got you by myself, on myself. I'm saying so. I should actually stop this rant, man. I'll be draining my energy on these people. Um, so I'll let you in. I've been, this, the, the space that I, that I had between the part, they thought I'd given up. They thought I'd be, I stopped going to people. No, I've been out there. And most of the time, uh, most of last month, which was, uh, April, Nikolita, um, I spent most of the time in PTA, right? So, uh. The second take of the of the one man show with Jacobi Mugatu was actually brought to you by Basketball Sheriff. <laughs> hey, they thought that was the death of me, bro. They thought that was the death of me. But nah. I've been making connections just like I did with him. I didn't stop. I've been going up. And here I am. I got uh an entity. That actually believes in the vision. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Basketball Sheriff. Okay? Basketball Sheriff. Uh, let me explain to you. I shouldn't be talking so much shit uh, in, the, in between the, 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 sponsors, uh, the sponsorship part. But, uh, you know, it's my part. And I don't think they have a problem with that. Okay? I don't think they'll have a problem with me actually uh, 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 putting out the, the sponsor. And during that, I'll, be, I'll still be talking my shit. I'll let you know what they think. Okay? They'll probably be listening too, right? I'll let you know what they think about me just skipping from this part. This, this is part to you by basketball shows. And then I'll go back to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all thought, I was, y'all, y'all, y'all thought this was the death of me. <laughs> Jacobi Mugatu, stop it. <laughs> hey, so anyway, uh, Basketball Sheriff is an online uh, web website 
brought to you by City of Twani. Yeah, nigga. Dealing with municipalities now, nigga. We're dealing with Cap City municipalities. Thought you had, thought this was there for me? No. No. Boy, stop it. Okay? So, basketball share with our uh, fast forward uh, is an, an initiative. It started uh, January by the municipality of Tuani, and it is ran by the good fellas of basketball Tuani. No, 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 I didn't say that right. <laughs> yeah. So, Basketball Sheriff, it is a online website, and it is solely based on promoting um, um, uh, basketball content in South Africa. I mean, yes, it is based in Motwani, Valley, but uh, the whole view of the thing is... Uh, um, Growing South African basketball content because we do realize that basketball is not a big sport, and and uh, we have to do something about it, right? That's why every time when I go on games, hey, shout out to Dr. Isabella Blossoms. <laughs> Dr. Isabella Blossoms actually uh, actually came to the games. Uh, it was the the sunny side. Sunnyside Basketball Tournament. It was uh, mid, mid-April, mid somewhere there, yeah. It was mid-April, and that is actually where I met the guys, bar, uh, Basketball Sheriff. And then I chopped it down with them, and they were like, hey, you should come through, you, we should sit down and see what we can do, right? And here we are. I'm actually putting them out, putting, putting them out there. And... Dr. Issa Blossom's actually coming to the game was part of me actually uh, promoting basketball in South Africa. You know what I'm saying? I had one. I had uh, Coach Andile. Hey, shout out to Coach Andile, man. Andile Thorpe. That's the face of basketball, I say. <laughs> hey, so I actually heard uh, Coach Andile once saying, uh, you guys should, he was talking to the team, right? And it's like, you guys should actually start bringing your friends and your family uh, to the games. Because this is how we grow the sport. That's how you get uh, spectators and fans, you know what I'm saying, uh, to, to, to invest in the sport. Right? To actually start watching the sport. Because, because the, the Basketball National League uh, actually be, has been broadca- being broadcasted on... Super Sport, Super Sport 8, Super Sport 8 or Super Sport 9, man, there's so many Super Sports, I don't even know where uh, the BNL being broadcasted, but uh, Basketball Sheriff, the initiative was actually for growing basketball content in South Africa, but obviously it will be started uh, here around 20 and Jersey, right? So they covered most of the basketball uh, tournaments that's been happening around Twani, and then they actually went on to to uh, to cover the preseason of the JBL. So the JBL is the Johannesburg Basketball League, right? So they a week after we met, the second week they were actually starting the shooting for. 
for the for the JBL. Actually, I actually believe in the JBL. The JBL being putting in work on growing uh, BSA. I don't think the BNL, the professional. It is the professional league. I mean, it is. It was initiated by the NC or something. I don't know or SuperSport. But I don't think they're putting in as much work as the JBL because JBL is the joiners basketball league and I've been playing in that league since 2017. Yeah, with the Kempton Park Knights. So Knights, that's my team, man. I love Knights. I haven't been with them for since, uh, since December, actually. But I'm still part of the team. Even my coach knows, man. Uh, shout out to Coach Joe. Big Joe. Yeah. I love Big Joe. I love my teammate. Hey, shout out to the Knights team. So, there, were, there was actually a coverage of the Knights game uh, on the Basketball Sheriff uh, YouTube page. Right? So, the YouTube page, uh, that's where we you get most of the content. But... I prefer, preferably, you should go watch the content on um, the the website, basketballsheriff.com.co.za, basketballsheriff.co.za, because that way you'll be, you'll be using the interface, so I guess there's a way of them kind of generating something, and the proceeds of that will be put back into BSA. I don't know how far corruption would go with that. I mean, it won't be that much, but it is for the culture. It is for the sport. And that's how you grow a sport within a nation like South Africa that is not really driven by uh, sports. I don't know, South Africa. Um, There's this guy, uh, I don't remember, it was on a, on a Zola 7, the old... The old episodes are Zola, and the girl's like, it actually, oh, it's actually the new episode, and the guy is into rowing. Is it rowing? Dating Ilya, or to Tuma. Tuma. You know, that sports, it's like Harvard. They like those prestige sports. So that guy actually had a chance to do rowing with some African school called the PS da. So he was at a Zola Seven. Zola Seven. Naliko Zola Seven. So they were, he was actually explaining to Zola that it sucks actually that the black community is it's only uh, um, restricted with soccer or netball or the athletics. Even the even the athletic part is only. 100 meters, 800 meters, lay uh, 1.5. That's the only, uh, uh, the parts are the athletic, relay. That's the only parts of the athletics that are supported mostly in the black public school, black public schools in black communities around South Africa. And honestly, since Love Life, I mean, if you don't know Love Life, I don't, Everybody knows Love Life, but it was initiated by Nelson Rolitata, His Excellency Madiba Mandela, right? and um, Bill Clinton, the 
the old U.S. president. Everybody knows Bill Clinton. They always say he's the first, he's the first uh, black president of America because that nigga was wild. But <laughs> hey, Bill Clinton was wild. Trust me. Um, so Love Life was the the initiative. Basketball Sheriff is actually something like Love Life, but Love Life was covering all the sports. It was tennis. Netball, basketball, volleyball, or chess, uh, and all those, and there was so much activity because uh, it was it was initiated by the, the the two big names, you know, and most of the they went around the world when the love life started, and they got so much uh, donations from rich countries because Nelson can go into the Vatican and tell them you need a hundred mail, and they would just mail it to him. At his Houghton creep, just like that. Because he's Nelson. Come on. That's Nelson, bro. He's excellency. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. The love life actually really started with the change. You know what I'm saying? And the guy, more Zola 7 episode, he was actually trying to get rowing into... um black public schools, mostly from primary. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, this is far-fetched. Even Zola was like, hey, but how did you get a chance to, to be in this prestigious sport? They be, they be shuffling backwards. Like, they be, they be, they be going backwards, but, that, but that's where the finishing line is at. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? But hey, the guys in it, he grew up around uh, Maburu in Artabias. So he was fortunate enough to be on the national squad South Africa for rowing. I think it was in 2008 or 2000, yeah, around 2008, 2009. So his bag, I think he's from Katlehong. Yeah, the home is like K1. He's from K1. Shout out to K1. Shout out to Questa. God Guluva. Out now. Free, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I just had a sip of that. Can't, but okay. So, Zola was asking the dude actually, like, how do you, how do you, how do you expect uh, Skela Sago, Katle Hong, or I'm saying uh, Timbisa. Or Soweto to be to to start uh, uh, be involved more something like rowing. Um, you know what I like about this dude? I should actually have his name. I should be saying his name because I want to shout him out. He is the truth. That's how you change shit. That's how you change shit. Okay, that's how you bring change to shit. Just propose it. Just bring it to the table. Just start. Just do it. Okay. So he told Zolore, it's not really about having a lake at the backyard of the school. And I was like, actually, it is about having a lake at the backyard of school because the owner of the school, uh, the school was actually started by the father of the now uh, headmaster of that private school that actually has a, a farm in the backyard and it has a, a, a fucking dam. Like, we... A flowing river, like you know, like some these prestigious schools in South Africa. Some 
Model C schools more high Montuana, and then like there's some top notch education that if you just go in by the next hood, they don't even do half of the shit that those kids do at the at the at the good school. You know what I'm I grew I grew up going to tournaments. I'd be playing Team Struggle Scientist, playing Team Struggle uh, Debe, and then like some Christian. Uh, private schools, Brian, you'll be looking at these kids and be like, how did you buy that? Woo! They, their gal would be so sick. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be having everything on point and that actually sucks because of the inequality in South Africa. You know, uh, Time Magazine actually covered that in 2019. They were, they were like, South Africa, the most unequal, unequal uh, country in the world. It sucks that you can just jump the street and you'll be at the near the gate of the most of the most you know the what what Christian school and it got the best education in the country and you jump the street the same street and you go to a black public school and that it don't even have the future and uh the past year metric rate, pass rate was actually less than seventy percent you know like such things such things suck so uh, back to the homie, or the rowing, mm, he was actually telling Zola that it's not really about having uh, a dam at the back of the school. It's just making sure that this school's Takasi actually have a open mind about what these kids can do. It's not really about uh, going from... Uh, grade 1 to grade 12 and getting that matrix certificate that w- probably won't do much for you. I'm saying if you if you are just focused on what you loved when you were in the 8th grade and maybe that's not soccer, maybe that's not netball, maybe that's something crazy. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you want to play and some of these schools don't even have chess and chess is actually a big uh it has big league star high school. Um, around the country, but some of these public schools don't even have a chess team. I'm saying such things are not are not put out there for, and those are opportunities that these kids will be interested in and go on to build a a life for themselves with what they fell for car PT when they were in the seventh grade. I'm saying like someone will say, ah, I want to play javelin. Oh yeah, or oh, I wanna do shot put, and you find out that this girl got some strong ass shoulders, and she goes all the way and she wins some of the wildest. You know, you do know what I mean, right? You do know what I mean. So I actually respect Daimani because that's the vision we need. That's the I was telling. Uh, shout out to Lauren. Lauren is a. Uh, is my boy's girlfriend. Is she balls hard? You know what I'm saying she balls hard. We were at the same uh, Sunnyside basketball tournament that I was talking about, and we were sitting down talking about uh, South Africa and how basketball should be out there. You know, and I was telling her that we need to see the first NBA player, like the first South African. A, a basketball player to go to the NBA in our lifetime. Like, I want to see the first uh, South African basketball player 
in my lifetime, like in the, the next 10 years, the next 15 years, that's what I want to see for my account, not even just for me, not even just for basketball as a sport uh, on its own. I'm saying, I'm saying for the country, dog. For the country. And there are ways to do that. Just some people are not invested enough. I'm saying that's why we need to put this in our hands as the as a player. Yeah, basketball. Check out my highlights. Check out my highlights. Uh, TUT versus Bong Diesel. They're also on the basketball sheriff page. I ball hard, dog. Don't even question that. I ball hard, my nigga. <laughs> Stop it, Jacoby. Okay. So, as we were saying about that, right, that's how you get people to to get around the sport. You know, start bringing your friends, start bringing your, your family, start bringing your, everybody around you. That's how they get familiarized with the sport. Probably might start playing it. Probably might start playing basketball or, like, my big bro. Uh, shout out to Pro. Say Pro. Um, my brother is actually a big fan of the NBA. Like, he be texting me things like, "Hey, did you see last night's game?" Because the the NBA season is on, right? So he be texting me like, "Hey, have you seen last last night's game? Uh, the Nets versus the LA Lakers." And I be waking up and I be like, "Bruh." I didn't even see that game. How are you so on schedule about the NBA season and you don't even play basketball? We'd be laughing about that. And he'd be like, you are the one to blame because you've you, you always been about basketball and I, had, and I fell for it. Now I just watch basketball on YouTube and all that. And it came back to me and I'm like, damn, I did this to my bro. I mean, he never played basketball. Yeah, we used to buy... We used to buy uh, the game, no, I used to buy NBA 2K13, the PS3, NBA 2K14, 2K15, when I was still gaming, I mean, gaming is for people that are not creative, so if you are creative, you stop gaming, because that's a waste of time, to be taking that time to be creative, because you're a creator, so I gave up gaming, but early when the 2K, NBA 2K games used to come out, like crazy, like NBA 2K13 was crazy, and he fell for it, and he started knowing players, basketball players and basketball teams, so now he's a full-fledged basketball fan, and that's how you get a huge following of a sport, you start putting people on it, consciously, but sometimes it just happens, unconsciously, you know, you'd be, I'd be the biggest baller, maybe the first NBA player to go to the United States, it will be a national celebration, I'm telling you. And a lot of kids who be thinking about playing ball after seeing such news that Mamang, like in Little Honoro, Mamang, or Itumeleng Patwe. Itumeleng Patwe is the first uh, in, uh, South African to be drafted by the NBA, and he's the seventh pick. Oh, that'll be celebrated. That'll, Julius, my little, but I swear to Julius, so, you know, you know, I like Julius. Might join the EFL. Amanda. <laughs> I wait too. You know, Julius crazy. So, Julius will be the type to be backing all that up. 
and all the politicians will be on it. They'll be riding the wave. Like, yeah, the first South African NBA player, yeah, yeah. That will put so much hype on kids and, uh, and, and all the fans of basketball. That would grow the, the, the BSA. BSA is the uh, Basketball South Africa. Just by that one move, the first South African to play in the NBA, that one year, the BSA will be booming and uh, there will be new leagues because the, the government will be seeing, hey, we got the new basket, NBA basketball player. He's already a millionaire dollars. What? This is actually an opportunity. Hey, let's put in some money into this basketball shit. Hey, BSA. You know, we only need support. And right now it's really slow, but that's how we take it on our hands. And I spoke about Basketball Sheriff for like good 40 minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm, but hey, I don't want to make this part too long, you know? But that, that, that is actually my concern. That was actually my concern about how to put out content and let it be appreciated. No? I appreciate uh, Basketball Sheriff. For actually taking it in into their hands as an initiative to promote basketball in South Africa, so the JBL season will be starting by on a, it's starting on sixteenth um, of May. So all the cards will be used. If you near Runback, uh, the Runback Sports Center, you know, the uh, Mandeville in the east, uh, Kibla Park in the south, Manfred, all this big, uh, what's that, what's, the, what's that other, Wembley, the Wembley Stadium, there'll be, there'll be some activity, so I'm putting it out there, I'm putting it out there on the part for the new listeners that will be coming with this episode, and that's potential, and I start taking people to the game, that's why I took uh, Dr. Isabella Blossoms to the to to those games. You know, hopefully next time I'll be going to the game and I'll be like, hey, Dr. Issa, you be you you up for a game? I bet you should be like, yeah, and I'm gonna bring my homegirls and this one and this one. And I'll be like, hey, Doc, we need all that. You know, I like that. I like that. Um, so. Let me get a sip of that. So, uh, I'm just going to close this second episode. As, why did I say episode? Stop it. I'm going to close out this second take of the of the one. Man, man stop messing it up. Uh, I'm going to close out this second take of the one-man show with Jacobi Mugatu. I got to. I got you. By myself, on myself, right? Hey, you know what I'm gonna do from now on? Uh, I will, I will actually try to. So this is Monday noon of the third of May. So I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put this, put this podcast out tomorrow, which is the fourth of May. So on Tuesday, and this coming uh, uh, weekend, on Sunday, I'll be putting out uh, another part.
That will be the third take. And then next week, during the week, I'll be putting out the fourth take. I'll be putting out the fifth take. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That's that mamba mentality. Rest in peace, Kobe. You know what I mean? Let's go, man. I'm gonna put in the work. They thought they ki- they thought they killed the energy of this part. No. Yeah, the, the energy just came back raw. I mean, small hope to this man. I'll be, I'll be. Uh, 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 I told actually, what's crazy is that I told a lot of people about putting out a podcast before I started this uh, one man show podcast, and they'll be they were hesitating. Right, they were talking about uh, content. They'd be like, ah, what. What's the content gonna be like? What's the content gonna be about? Uh, blah 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 blah. And a month went on, two months went on, and I didn't start. I'd be telling somebody else, I didn't start. I'm saying, so I started now, and I'd be telling them about it, or they'd be seeing the links, and they'd be seeing uh, my shit on Spotify and shit. They'd be like, damn, you know. <laughs> They'd be like, damn, bro, I want to do this. Or Why didn't you tell me? Actually, when you're doing the the third, the second take, you should put me on. I'd be like, nah. That could be Mugatu, bro. By myself. Oh, myself. You have been listening to the one-man show with Jacobi Mugatu. I got you. I got to. By myself. Oh, myself. Yeah. That's how I'm gonna do it from now. That's the, that's the catch. That's the, how what? That's the ad. Is it called the ad lib? Is it called? I don't know what the fuck it's called, but hey, whatever it is, I'll be start using that, right? For real. So I'm gonna go out with the, with the same beat that was in. I mean, uh, I'm gonna start. I like I like how this part started. So I'm gonna start most of the parts with just some cool instrumental. Hey. And again, this was Ninth Wonder, relaxing, instrumental. Hey. Actually, 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 uh, 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 before I end this, I should let you guys know, um, the first, the first take of the Jacobi Mugatu podcast was housed by Black Mike Patile. The second take that I, that I, that I uh, uh, that I took but didn't put it out, did, but I didn't put out because of what happened, as I explained. It was housed by uh, George Chilomani. Actually, George, probably the third take. The third take will be. I will I will I will do that at at his place, at George Chilomani place. I'm saying because cause of the energy, you know. I don't want to. I want to keep. I want to keep a space yet. Yes, I, will, I got a space. I got a, a place where I can record. I got the materials. I mean, but I don't want to. I want to start at my studio because I'm saying. I mean, my art studio. That's where I do all my drawings and paintings. So I don't. I don't actually want to start doing the part there yet because I just want to grab all these different energies. I'm saying I just want to. I, I wanted to come natural first, you know what I'm saying? I, that's why most of the, most of what you're going to hear on the first take and the second take, it's not really, um, it's all by emotion, it's all by what is happening, you know what I'm saying, by the moment. So, 
I'll be doing that at least until by until the fifth take. Like I've been saying, I'm gonna put out the first the next three takes. I'm gonna put them out real quick. So that's actually what I'll be doing. I'll be moving around uh around places. My uh creative spaces. I don't just go to places. I got I got people, I got creatives that actually got the space, the studios where they work, you know, so that's where I be at. Now, I'm looking at, I'm actually looking at, uh, so actually, this pod was housed by Dax, the Black Eskimo. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. Uh, I've been with him since the weekend. Now, this past weekend. So we've been together. Uh, I'm actually looking at this creative painting uh, done by, damn, why am I forgetting this kid's name? It's a colored kid here in the East. I will shout him out the next part. I definitely will. Such, this is beautiful. So, so, and the other part is this artwork. Yeah, the chippies and all that. Who's that? Who's that? Okay, okay. Yeah, tada. So yeah, you see there be people knocking. Creatives, I think they be they they wanna record. Yeah, what time is it? It's uh six thirty, so probably starting the recording by seven o'clock. So this being the one man show with Jacoby Mugatu. I got you. I got to by myself, all myself. Let's go. Ah, uh, no, no, play that beat, play that beat, play that beat, boy. Coming in with new beat, I'm going out with the cool beat. Yeah.